Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Health Talk. I am your host, Dr. Niru Prasad, with my background in pediatrics and emergency medicine, affiliated with Henry Ford Health System, St. Joe, Oakland, and Bowman. The theme of our health talk today is dental care. Joining us today as our guest speaker are Dr. Dr. Craig Spangler, and he is the director of Trinity Health Oakland program, and he also has a clinical practice of general dentistry for almost 42 years. Joining us today also as my guest speaker is Satinder Deep Kaur, and she is a general dentist, and she is going to join this their group. So I'm very privileged to have my two guest speakers today on my health talk. Well, thank thank you. you for having us. So before I start, I would can you please give your introduction to our viewers for a few minutes so they will know. Sure. Well, uh, as a general dentist in Bloomfield Hills for 41 years, I'm no longer in clinical practice. But I started the General Dental Residency Program at Trinity Health Oakland in 2010. Okay. And there we've been educating dental practitioners and working in the hospital, having a chance to understand more about the connection between medicine and dentistry for an optional year. Uh, I'm a board examiner and I've been president of the Oakland County Dental Society and I've also served on the State Board of Dentistry. So that is that is uh, that is very good, excellent because that's what. <laughs> incidentally, I went to Saint Joe a meeting, you know, and then he was talking to this other papers, other doctors, so, and I was standing behind him, you know, listening to all he has done. So before he turns around to meet somebody else, I said, "Here." I want to talk to you, and that's how you know he accepted my offer to be a, to be my guest speaker on health talk. So now coming back to Satinder, can you please give your introduction to our viewers? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Satinder Deep Kaur. I'm a general practice uh, dentist. I graduated from University of Medicine and Dentistry in New Jersey. Did a GPR program, something similar to Dr. Spangler started at St. Right. Joe's. Yeah. And I pra I've been in private practice for the last 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that great that she's joining the group at, uh, at our St. Joe? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Because again, St. Joe's and Trinity Health Oakland is really the center for dentistry in Oakland County. And right. they've given us an opportunity to work alongside physicians and know how important the dental health is, certainly in addition to medical health. So that's very good now that I want to ask you a question, the first question. Now, what are the challenges that we are facing in dental health? Today, there are many challenges that we face. Yeah. Uh, we have a population that maybe less than 50% of the people go to the dentist once a year. And when they don't go to the dentist, there are issues because of a lack of preventive care. Secondarily, we have many other health issues that we're dealing with that are important that have dental implications and ramifications that we can talk about also. On the other hand, we also have a lot of population 
that has a diet that is not necessarily conducive to keeping healthy exactly, teeth. Exactly, yes. The sugar intake, obesity are all issues that affect dental health and that we end up with a situation where it's very, very difficult. I would say today I've seen more young people who are missing teeth, who are asking to have teeth taken out than we ever have before. And it's sad because the potential is there with the right treatment, with the right prevention, with the right home care, you can keep your teeth your lifetime. So that's very great, you know, the prevention is more important. And this is how I started my health talk because I worked in emergency medicine uh, and then pediatrics, then urgent care, and I see all those sick, good people healthy in the office and then at the nighttime emergency room. So that's how I decided to, to, to you know, do the preventative part of the medicine, which is so important. What do you have to add to what Craig has said? I think that's very important. The preventative care starts with a dental home, somewhere where you are um, making sure that you're preventing dental disease, um, as well as um, establishing care to make sure that you could avoid larger things from happening, um, such as you know, if you have a dental home that you can go to there, focusing on patient education, you can prevent disease from happening. So that's very good, yeah. So that leads to the second question from you. So what are the impact? Are you? Are we talking? What are the now? We went through the COVID era, right? So, what are the impacts of COVID era in your in your practice on on the dental health? What are the challenges? Then I will ask him also. Okay. Um, I think one of the things we have been talking about is prevention, and with COVID, so many patients are still not going back to the dentist exactly. yet. So yeah. we have. Um, seen decrease in prevention care, even from patients who were routinely going to a dentist before. We're still seeing patients uh, in 2023 who are coming for the first time, yeah. feeling comfortable to go to a dentist. Um, so the lack of prevention care led to more dental disease in those cases. We're seeing more fractured teeth, um, more patients coming in for pain. A lot of the patients that came exactly. back after COVID pain. was not due to prevention <laughs> care, was due to pain. More fractured true. teeth, more bruxism. Um, so we're seeing an increase in dental disease because of COVID. Okay. So in, in your practice, the COVID era has certainly affected the general population so long as the dental care is concerned because you're seeing more after effect, more complications with the teeth problems and all that, right? Absolutely. What do you have to add, Craig? I, I think the... the some of the important things to learn from the time of the pandemic were, number one, the dental office, which where there was a concern about safety, has turned out to actually be a very safe place. And again, we took um, factors and did procedures to mitigate the aerosol by air purifiers, looking at allowing rooms to sit dormant between patients. Yeah, okay. We took the precautions to make that work. So subsequently, it just reaffirmed that once again, from a disinfection, infection, public health perspective, the dental, play, dental office is a safe place to go. I think the most important things for patients to realize yeah. is that if you have missed four years of dental care, 
you can't just resume like where I was before. Exactly. Right. It is now time to take a new inventory. Your dental health, your medical health is at a new place. And at that point in time, you have to step back and take new radiographs, x-rays. You have to do a new complete examination because just as in medicine over four years, this is a different patient you're treating today. Exactly. And patients need to recognize that I can't just go back to resume where I was before. Yeah, so it is for our viewers to know that this, this, is, a, this is a very, it's very important factor in their health that they should be, uh, they should be going to the dental, they should be getting involved with the dental part of the medicine. And I know most of the healthcare they do, they do provide dental care, right? And, and I think it, yeah. it, dental care is sometimes thought of as almost being secondary yes. when we really are together and we need to be thought of as being together. So I think what I see is that it, the people need to understand that as they come back, there are going to be different needs. They have to look at themselves differently and expect that there will be some things that are going to need to be taken care of exactly. because of this hiatus that we had to go through or some people have chosen to go through because of the pandemic. Yeah, so I was doing the Google search, you know, there are so many insurance and most of them, you know, they cover not as a primary, but as a secondary, right? They cover part of it, right? Lot of you answer. Yeah, do you want to add this? Because I think those are two very different practice. things. Um, yeah. uh, medical insurance and dental insurance are two very different things. Some okay. medical insurance components will have a dental insurance component. Exactly. But that's not necessarily true. That's something, you know, you have to make sure you're adding on to your coverage. Um, but regardless of coverage, dental care is very important. Um, I think it's very important to find a dental home where you are taking care of yourself. Yeah. Um, but you, that's something you have to add on, not necessarily part of the insurance all the time. Yeah. So when when the patient goes to you about dental issue, then what do they expect their first visit from you? What what are the procedures you will be doing? Like I know, X-rays are very important. Right. Uh, our first important, uh, most important thing is getting to know the patient and delivering care. That's dedicated to them. Um, our focus is general uh, health checkup, making sure going over their medical history because medical health is connected to your oral health. So the first most important thing we go over is their medical health, figuring out what medications they're taking, right, yeah. um, if they have history of any. Go through the medication, right. very important. Exactly. Okay. And then the next step is radiographs, as you mentioned. We do take radiographs. Um, because there's only so much we can see without radiographs. The radiographs help us get a full picture of everything that's going on right, on the yeah. patient, see the bone levels and the, uh, and the gum levels and everything. And then we also um, like to do um, gum health check as well. There's, I was going to ask you yes. because gum health is as important just as important, as, absolutely. I yeah, yeah, I was um, going so to ask you. We'd like to check the gum health by checking the levels of the gum, the pockets that are yeah, uh, yeah. around each tooth, making sure that patient is able to maintain their pockets as well. Um, and we also like to do an initial scan of the patient where we yeah. do a three-dimensional scan where we can sit down with the patient and then educate them education. all of our findings. Right, so that's another right. important factor is education, knowing what condition you're in and things you can do to prevent and 
how. Yeah. So now, question I, for you. Yeah, I think the important thing that Dr. Kaur mentioned here was the relationship building. Build the again, relationship. The relationship. Is that dentistry, as we practice it, as Dr. Kaur practices it, is a long-term relationship. Exactly. Today, many people think of the dental care as transactional. I'm going to go get this fixed, and then I'm never going back right, again. Yeah. You need to have a relationship with a healthcare professional that you can trust and someone who is looking out for your interest in the long term. And that's the kind of practice that people should be looking for. Right. So the question for you, can you comment on the dry mouth syndrome? Sure. Because, you know, so many patients, even in my clinical practice with a bit the urgent care setup and pediatrics, you know, I'm basic, I'm a pediatrician also. It's very important to know what medications who is on. So could you kindly share that information with our viewers? Absolutely. From the point of view of both disease control and comfort, saliva is incredibly important. Exactly. If you yeah. think about digestion, the enzymes in saliva are actually the first thing that breaks down the food chemically. Exactly. after it's mechanically broken down by your chewing actions. So today, the medications that are an issue are some of the most frequently prescribed medications in the United States. Those would include anti-anxiety medications yeah. like Zoloft, Xanax, might include blood pressure medications, which can be an issue as well. And so many times patients will say, well, why do you need to know all my health history? Right. Why do you need yeah. to know all my medications? <laughs> because it impacts what's going on in your mouth. Yeah. That's the most now, common question we get when we're trying to do medical history yeah, yeah. updates. Why is this important? After the effect of the yeah. So the first thing I ask patients then after that is tell me how much water you're drinking every day. Okay. And I, they go, well, I have a lot of coffee. And I go, I didn't ask you about coffee. Where do you want I, I'm asking about water. Question. And so most, most people my age or older, they are mm -hmm. drinking less than the amount of water they should be drinking. Exactly. So if I'm on medications that dry my mouth out and I'm not drinking enough water, I already have two strikes against me saliva. for producing saliva. Now, so what typically needs to happen is the first question is patients have to get to the point, I ask them, can you drink four glasses of water a day to start with? Maybe more is better, but most people are like four. Wow, that's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, but let's try to aim for four, and then at that point, let's see how you're doing. Right. And and again, at that point, then many times I may consult with the patient's physician and let them know that maybe this person has a problem with decay, and now they have three or four areas of decay that's going to result in some extensive dental treatment. You know, can we do something? Can we maybe take a medication away? Can we reduce the dosage? Can we do something here? Because many times physicians don't know that that Which side effect is causing yeah, that exactly. Physician, we will prescribe, but we don't know. Yeah, yeah. and it's also with calcium channel blockers, that's another medication another where we yeah. it affects your gum health. We recently had a patient nice. who constantly comes for their cleanings every three months, but yet is not overcoming their gum health. And we noticed that they were on calcium channel blockers, and we talked to their doctor to see, is there something that could be done? Yeah. And they were able to change his medication, and his gum health is doing much better. And the final deficit, if you don't have saliva, has to deal with buffering acids. Today, yeah. if someone says, I'm drinking crystal light lemon oh, all okay. day like this, and yeah. now their teeth are constantly being 
bathed in lemon, in lemon, in yeah. lemon citric acid. And so at that point, we start to see issues because there's no saliva there. Okay. So again, the dentist is really the person to be able to track this so that we can say, let's come up with a plan to be able to look at how we can help make up for it. Sometimes we can change medications, sometimes we can't, but many times just drinking more water and decreasing tea and coffee will make a big difference. Right, yeah, so working at the emergency room, very interesting cases, you know, individuals with uh, HPV, mm -hmm. yeah, as, uh, you know, and they come to, they come with a serious dental issue. Sure. Open your mm -hmm. mouth and you can see it is all, all, so like all the teeth are gone. We sure. refer them to you. Will you kindly, uh, kindly, you know, focus on this and out? So today, many people that don't go to the dentist. HPV and the yeah. oral cancer, mm -hmm. it is so much associated. Just as Dr. Kaur has talked about in looking at doing an examination, an examination in the dental office, and Dr. Kaur does it at the initial examination, and every six months after that, mm -hmm. is checking all of the areas of the mouth and head and neck mm -hmm. for any lumps, any discolorations, anything that looks like it may be abnormal. As you mentioned, in the emergency room, we may see patients haven't gone yeah. to a dentist in 10 or 15 years. I still think And they yeah. are... Mm -hmm perhaps smokers, abuse alcohol, maybe diabetes. Abuse, abuse other substances, diabetes, diabetes, yeah. and some of these patients have never been checked for oral cancer. In my career, I have found six patients with oral cancer. Mm -hmm. At least probably five of them had no idea that there was anything going on, but it was discovered by palpation. One gentleman had had a root canal done on a tooth thinking it was a dental problem. It was actually an expanding tumor. Okay. So, again, the recommendation here is that you need to be going to a dentist twice a year. An oral cancer exam should be performed as part of the periodic examination. Yeah. And at that point, all areas looked at thoroughly. And quite often in our office, the dental hygienist will do an exam and Dr. Kaur does an exam. Mm -hmm. Why? I want two sets of eyes looking at everything. Exactly, yes, Yet yes. It's so important to be able to say, you know, I'm suspicious of how this feels. I don't quite know why this looks the way it is. It's, it's having more eyes on yeah. things. To be able to give the patient the services they need. And again, the increasing rates of oral cancer, especially in males, is a concern in this country. And quite often, if it's caught early, it is not as debilitating right. as it is if it is late. It quite frequently is a problem in regard to swallowing, mm -hmm. in regard to losing part of the tongue, even losing part of the mandible yeah. I have as, seen as so. treatment. And yeah. sometimes okay. it's simple as a small ulcer that could be detected early on. Exactly, um, yes, That yes. It looks like an ulceration, but when you send it to an oral surgeon, it could turn into something else. So I yeah. think it's so important, the preventive care is so important when you come in exactly. every six months right. to make sure you're getting screened to uh, avoid. You know, yeah, because I have seen picture images of yep. the oral cancer, you know, and because this whole area is so loose, fascial tissue, it spreads faster also, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, especially with all these other underlying diseases, you know, going with them. Very important to detect early cancer. Absolutely. And, and we, go ahead. Sorry, uh, it's go so ahead. important to know, uh, understand that your oral health is connected to your systemic health. 
Um, right. They go hand in hand. Your oral health affects your systemic health, and your systemic health does affect your oral health health as well. The oral cavity is an entryway to your body. As Dr. Spangler yeah. talked about, the saliva is so important for sure. uh, infections as well, to fight a foreign bacteria that's coming into your mouth. Um, so I think we have to remember that, that they're connected. So just making oral care as part of your routine medical care is right. very important. Yeah, yeah. What do you have to add? And I think doctor? the thing that I would add is that there, while you may be at the dentist twice or three times a year for preventive care, the other 362 days, the patient needs to take that care at home. Right. Brushing, yes. flossing, you know, these are things that are not expensive. They're not difficult to do. Right. They take time. But again, I often tell people that, again, after seeing patients for 42 years, everyone will face a health challenge sometime in their lifetime. It may be a hospitalization. It may be cancer treatment. If you take care of your teeth, go to the dentist as you should. Yeah. Good home care with brushing, flossing, and being careful with your diet, you can get through a health challenge and still have a nice, intact dentition on the other side. Exactly. If, yes. you, if you have problems before you have a health challenge, by the time you've been hospitalized for weeks, it's going to be very difficult to get your mouth back to the level of health. So I can't emphasize enough the importance of good dental hygiene and good home care. Exactly. So this is very important. I have a very in, in, interesting question to ask you. What is the role of dental hygiene with the sleep apnea? Okay. Because Dr. Corey's going to take that one. Go ahead. The okay. sleep apnea. Yeah, a lot of the people, you know, they will come, they are having. So Absolutely. tell us about, you know, what... Sleep apnea is... Both guard and what do you suggest? Absolutely. Sleep apnea, uh, as you as a medical professional knows, affect your overall health. Um, and But so many CPAP is a gold standard treatment. But what we noticed is many patients are not very compliant uh, due to the challenges of a CPAP machine. Uh, for those patients, there's an alternative uh, treatment that's recommended. It's an oral appliance, which mm -hmm. helps open up your airway at nighttime. Or, oral appliance. Uh, oral appliance, yeah. yes. It helps open your airway, so there, it decreases your episodes of sleep apnea. Yeah. So when you're saying oral ap appliance, are you talking about the guard that you put? It's some. It's a little the, different. It's a different type of a guard, and it's an okay. appliance that you wear on the upper and the lower. But it keeps your mandible, your lower jaw, mandible, in a more protruded right. position, yeah. so it, it gives more space to your tongue and keeps your airway open. Almost yeah. like in the middle of a surgery when an anesthesiologist is trying to open up the airway. What are they doing? They're protruding right. the jaw yeah, forward yeah. Yeah. to open that airway. It's something because, very similar to that. Yeah, because sleep apnea is so frequent, especially with. Uh, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, they are all cousins, right? right. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that's important is it's one of the simplest ways to be able to take and actually adjust your skeletal profile. Okay. And okay. along with that comes looking at children today. As yeah. children are growing up, should we be looking at along with orthodontics, what are we doing to get them positioned so that they don't have sleep alignment. apnea? Are we talking about the proper alignment for but the children? Alignment of teeth, but also alignment of the bones. Bones, because, okay. Because, you know, one of the recurring themes in dentistry today mm. is the bone is almost more important than the teeth. Exactly. So it's if bones. we have good, healthy bone, we can do almost everything. But getting the bones in the right position of the upper and lower jaws yeah. is very important. Very and that important. starts, that's when you have a dental home and you get a child at the dentist early on 
to be able to work with them, get right, referred yeah. to the appropriate orthodontist, oral surgeon, whoever needs to be part of the interdisciplinary yeah. team. It's a pediatrics. Absolutely. It's beyond teeth. When we see children, our focus is not just looking at how their teeth are erupting. We're looking at all the other patterns. How exactly. is their palate growing? Are they thumb suckers? Are they pacifier users? And that's when we sit down with the parents and coach them on these things. As a parent myself, I understand it's not always easy, but I, I think know. education I is the key here, sitting down with those parents and educating them how that could impact the kid, children in the future. Um, and that's where it requires sitting down and having a conversation yeah. and building that relationship. And from uh, my private, you know, I raised four children and I remember going to the dentist so many times, sure. you know, with them, sometimes with the wiring, sometimes with the braces. So that has a, you know, it's, it's, it's tremendous. It's the getting the skeletal and dental alignment correct right. is skeletal. the most important thing a parent will do for their child. Okay. If it's done correctly in mm -hmm. conjunction with the general dentist and everyone working on the team together, a child can have few problems dentally in their lifetime. If it's done incorrectly or it is the wrong diagnosis, wrong treatment, people pay for that the rest of their lives. So one of the single most important decisions a, a, a parent will make is the orthodontic care, the guidance of the general dentist for their child. Right. So finally, what is the last minute advice you will give to our listeners? Today, I think it's incredibly important to seek dental care and develop a relationship with a general dentist. Again, today, dentistry is not a transaction where you go right. in once and never came back. It's that you, again, are able to go somewhere and have someone that you can work with and trust to help make the important decisions that are important in your overall health. Exactly. And from you, last minute advice to our viewers. Along with what Dr. Spangler said, establishing a dental home. Established dental home. Dental home, just like your medical doctor, establishing a dental home <coughs> where you can seek care and get the preventative care that you deserve. So that's good. So now, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm thanking both of you to coming to my health talk. And you are expertise with the dental hygiene and dental, and I'm so proud of you that you have this whole thing at the Saint Joe, well, Oakland. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, very happy to have you, privileged. And then, I'd like to thank our TV studio, the my producer, my photographers, and my also my audience for watching me on my health talk. And I wish all of you a very safe safe holidays. Thank you again. Thank you for having us. Yeah.